0: Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we're delving into Every Job is a Sales Job by Dr. Cindy McGovern. This insightful read, published in 2019, unravels the fundamental truth that selling is a crucial skill across all career paths. Dr. McGovern, a renowned speaker, sales consultant, and founder of Orange Leaf Consulting, leverages her extensive experience in the field to teach us how sales techniques, often overlooked, can be seamlessly integrated into everyday interactions. This book is a call to action for professionals in every corner of the business world to uncover hidden opportunities to sell themselves and their ideas, regardless of their job title. Whether you're an entrepreneur eager to make an impact, a sales veteran searching for a refreshing perspective, or a team leader aiming to empower your staff, Every Job is a Sales Job offers valuable strategies to help you recognize your innate sales potential. Join us as we explore how mastering the art of selling can transform your career and amplify your success. Every Job is a Sales Job. How to use the art of selling to win at work. Introduction. Unlock your potential. Master the art of sales in all facets of life. Picture this you're eyeing a leap in your career, yearning for a raise, or simply wishing for that perfect schedule adjustment. These ambitions don't have to be just wishful thinking. What you may not realize is that the power of persuasion lies within you, and honing this skill can transform your wishes into reality. It's all about embracing the hidden salesperson in you whether you're in the boardroom or at your best friend's birthday bash. The art of sales isn't confined to those with a title in sales. It's an invaluable skill that anyone can benefit from. And it's not as daunting as you might think. Dr. Cindy McGovern's five-step method is your ticket to persuasion paradise, offering actionable advice to ensure your next move has everyone on board. Through these insights, discover why you don't need a fancy business degree to master the art of negotiation and influence. Uncover the strategies that will not only help you advance professionally, but also give you the edge in your personal ventures. In this sneak peek into the realm of everyday sales, you'll unearth the innate abilities of children to persuade and negotiate, and how you can learn from them. The secret to transforming even the most mundane interactions into opportunities for success. And... The pivotal actions you need to take advantage of when rubbing shoulders at networking events. Embark on this journey. Pitch your way to reaching your desires, big or small. The well oiled techniques of selling are at your fingertips, and it's time to wield them to shape the life you've always imagined. Part 1 Discover the salesperson within. It's a part of your daily routine. Think back to a time when you convinced someone to take your advice or swayed a friend's decision on where to go for dinner. Whether you've realized it or not, you've stepped into the role of a salesperson. No suit or sales pitch required. It might feel like a stretch to consider yourself a salesperson if your job title doesn't include the word sales. But the reality is, selling is embedded in nearly every interaction we have. From convincing colleagues to back your project, to influencing your partner, to help with household chores, The key message here is selling is a fundamental aspect of everyday interactions. In essence, sales extend beyond just products. It involves pitching ideas, initiating new practices, and even presenting our best selves. Think of Cindy McGovern before she became a recognized sales consultant. Her roles demanded that she influence, negotiate, and persuade, just like a salesperson would. For example, Convincing students to attend classes and respect deadlines is, in a way, selling the importance of education. And when she transitioned to a career in sales, despite lacking direct experience, McGovern had to sell her potential to a new employer. When you advocate for a different approach or seek agreement from others, you're engaging in a form of selling. Imagine a manager pushing for weekend shifts within her team, not a physical product, but an idea or process that requires buy-in. The implications of selling or not selling, these changes could significantly impact the workplace. Now, if you're still adjusting to the notion of being an everyday salesperson, take heart. You've been honing these skills since childhood. Reflect on the determination of children as they tirelessly negotiate for sweets or lobby for a new pet. Their tenacious spirit highlights an uninhibited capability to persuade, a skill we unwittingly practice early on. Yet, as adults, we're often trained to prioritize politeness over persuasion, to accept rejection gracefully and to be content with what we're given. This societal conditioning suppresses our natural sales abilities, leading us to forego chances to pursue a better outcome. But don't fret. Your innate salesman awaits. In the upcoming insights, you'll delve into Dr. Cindy McGovern's five-step sales strategy and learn how to bring your inner salesperson to the forefront, enriching both your personal aspirations and professional ventures. Part 2. Craft a Plan. Reap the Rewards. The Key to Effective Selling. Smooth talking alone won't always clinch the deal, especially when you're in the hot seat trying to sell an idea, a project, or the most challenging prospect, yourself without a strategy words often fail us at the critical moment and the opportunity slips through our fingers that's why planning is the bedrock of success in any sales situation from pitching a proposal to negotiating conditions and the same principles you apply to organize your daily routine like setting up meetings or outlining project timelines are just as vital when it comes to selling the core message here is A solid sales plan can dramatically increase your chances of success. Building your sales plan requires asking some very pointed questions. Start with the fundamental one. What is my objective? Define your aim, whether it's reaching a new career milestone or convincing your boss of the need for extra support staff. Clarity about your end goal sets the stage and steers your efforts in the right direction. Once the destination is clear, it's time to consider the next critical question. Who holds the key to my goal? It's essential to pinpoint who has the authority and influence to make your desired outcome a reality. Persuasion, misdirected at someone without the necessary power, is effort squandered. Imagine a scenario where you're seeking a refund, but the return period is over. Targeting a sales clerk who lacks the authority is fruitless. Your plan must involve appealing to someone higher up, the manager with the power to override policies or make exceptions. Effectively mapping out these two key components, who can help me and what exactly I want, creates a blueprint for success. A well-crafted plan not only guides you through each step of selling, but also equips you with the conviction and direction to navigate through and capitalize on every sales opening that comes your way. Part 3. Maximize your mingling. Networking as your sales ally. Preparation is important, but even the most comprehensive plan needs a stage to play out. That's where networking events come into their own, providing a fertile ground for you to implement your sales strategy. To tap into this goldmine, you must, firstly, make the commitment to attend. Whether it's a corporate gathering, an industry conference, or an informal meetup, Such events are rife with potential contacts that can drive your sales goals forward. The mantra here is your social skills can be the secret ingredient to sales success. Once you've marked your presence at an event, the trick is to appear approachable and amiable. A smile is a universal welcome sign, which makes you look open and ready to engage. This can significantly improve people's receptiveness when the time comes for your sales pitch. But it's not all about looking the part. You need to be proactive in conversation. Initiate small talk and be the one to break the ice, even if it feels a bit uncomfortable at first. Many attendees are likely to share your shyness and will appreciate the gesture. However, be mindful of conversational landmines. Steer clear of divisive or personal topics that could sour the atmosphere. Instead, opt for general topics that can naturally pivot towards business such as recent vacations or projects. Keep your ears pricked for opportunities that may arise during these exchanges. Maybe someone casually mentions a business challenge or an upcoming vacancy. That's your cue to pitch in your ability to assist or steer the discussion towards a more formal meeting where you can elaborate on your offerings. And if the idea of pitching on the spot intimidates you, there's always the option to arrange a follow-up. Securing a future conversation is a significant step in the sales process and shouldn't be underestimated. Lastly, it's vital to know when and how to gracefully bow out of a conversation. You want to maximize your time, making meaningful connections without getting bogged down in lengthy discussions with any one person. Have a polite exit line ready so you can circulate effectively without seeming abrupt or dismissive. By combining your strategic preparation with these Networking principles, you'll turn every social scenario into a valuable sales opportunity, allowing you to leverage your charisma and conversational acumen to achieve your goals. Part four, earning trust is the bedrock of successful sales. Consider for a moment how you feel when someone truly listens to you, when they're fully present, not half glancing at a device or obviously formulating their reply before you finish speaking. Doing this well is critical in sales because the third fundamental step in your selling plan is about cultivating trust. Here's an essential insight. To convince someone to buy what you're selling, they need to trust you first. The logic is simple. If you trust the person you're doing business with, you're more likely to believe that their recommendations align with your needs. This foundation of trust means that when you present what you have to offer, the other person is more inclined to say yes. How do you build this trust? By engaging attentively, showing genuine concern for their perspectives and taking the time to listen without distraction. There's another facet to trust building, getting your timing right. Recognize that attempting to sell during inconvenient or inopportune moments can backfire spectacularly it can send a message that you prioritize your objectives over their circumstances. So, if your boss is having a notably rough day, it's probably not the best time to broach the topic of a raise. Patience and discernment can prove to be your allies. Take the example of the author's friend who faced a potential investor with a hangover. It might have been tempting to push through with her pitch, but instead, she chose to wait for a better moment. Her decision to reschedule showed a respect for the investor's state and signaled that she valued a proper discussion over a hasty, ill-timed pitch. It was a strategic move that not only respected the investor's condition, but also reinforced her credibility and trustworthiness. Adopting these practices, deep listening and timing your pitch, will solidify trust between you and your prospective client or partner. When that trust is established, the path to a successful sale becomes significantly smoother. Part 5, The Power of the Ask, How to Secure What You're Worth. There's a classic obstacle that many of us encounter on the road to getting what we deserve. We simply don't ask for it. Take Samuel, a gifted graphic designer, as an example. His work was exceptional, but when it came to compensation, Samuel lagged behind his peers, earning far less than he should have. And the crux of the issue? he didn't ask for the pay that matched his efforts and talent. Such reluctance can arise from a fear of rejection. Many shy away from the ask, dreading a potential no, fearing inconvenience, or reluctant to impose on others. But here's where mindset makes all the difference. The vital takeaway is, you have to boldly request what you want to receive it. Often we build up the act of asking into something daunting, Yet in many cases, the person we're asking also fears causing us inconvenience. Research indicates that saying no often comes with a sense of guilt. This insight hints at a broader truth. People are generally inclined to help and fulfill requests when they can. So, if apprehension about asking still has a hold over you, pose these questions to yourself. What do I stand to gain if my request is granted? Conversely, What's at stake if it's denied? Reframing the situation like this can bring clarity and diminish fear. For Samuel, the gain would be a fair salary, a simple yet significant improvement. And the risk. He was already in the less-than-ideal position of being underpaid, so the status quo remained his worst setback. It's equally constructive to contemplate the absolute worst-case scenario of a refusal. Would it spell the end of your career or merely push you toward alternative opportunities? Sometimes a no can be a nudge toward a new path that offers what you rightfully deserve. Moreover, consider how you'll respond to a rejection. Anticipating a no helps prepare you psychologically, and having a ready response can remove some dread from the equation. Whether it's grace under pressure or countering with an alternative proposal, Knowing how to manage a negative response confidently can transform it from a setback to a strategic pause in your broader plan. In essence, learning to ask and to handle the possible outcomes, positive or negative, carves a clear route to advocating for your worth and achieving your ambitions. The ask might require courage, but it's the catalyst to realizing both personal and professional gains. Part 6 Cultivate lasting connections for sustained sales success. Achieving your immediate sales goal might feel like a victory lap, whether it's securing a raise or clinching a new client, but savvy sellers know that finalizing a deal is just the start. The real triumph lies in transforming single successes into ongoing relationships. The concept of following up is not merely courteous, it's strategic. You've received the green light, and now doors to future possibilities have swung open. This is the pivotal moment where you invest in building a lasting relationship with the person you've just sold to, and the final step in a visionary sales approach. A critical takeaway is, to thrive in sales, you need to forge enduring partnerships. Let's say you've successfully navigated the selling process and got a yes. What next? it's time to express gratitude. A personalized gesture, like a handwritten note or a bouquet sent to their workplace, can have a profound impact. Such tokens of appreciation go beyond niceties. They solidify partnerships and acknowledge the mutual efforts invested in each successful transaction. Acknowledging that we owe a part of our accomplishments to others isn't just good manners. It resonates with the very fabric of our interconnected lives, These gestures of thanks serve as the bedrock for reciprocity. If someone has advocated for your service or product, consider how you can return the favour, perhaps by recommending their business within your network. This give and take cements trust and loyalty, key ingredients for any long-term relationship. But beyond saying thank you, you must ensure you keep the connection alive. Avoid the pitch-and-ditch mentality at all costs. This practice, where you vanish after getting what you wanted, can leave the other person feeling exploited, damaging your reputation and eroding trust. Dropping contact after a sale not only diminishes your chances of repeat business with that person, but it also ignores a fundamental sales truth. It's easier, and often more rewarding, to sell to someone who already appreciates your value. By making the extra effort to stay engaged after the initial yes, you open up opportunities for future sales with less effort and discomfort than approaching new prospects. The lesson is clear. Value the yes, but cherish the relationship it forges. By nurturing the connections you form through selling, you ensure that every yes plants the seeds for your ongoing success. Final Summary In conclusion, The secret to seizing what you yearn for lies in shedding the fear of rejection and mastering the art of persuasion. By honing your ability to sell, be it ideas, products, or your personal brand, you equip yourself with the resources and self assurance necessary to chase your dreams and urge others to stand with you. But remember, the universe won't hand you opportunities on a silver platter. You must embrace audacity, paving your way to forge new connections probing with insightful queries, and meticulously crafting your proposals to navigate through pushbacks and hurdles. So take this to heart. Through cultivation of your innate sales acumen, you'll not only secure what you're after, but also transform every negotiation and interaction into a stepping stone toward your ultimate ambitions.